All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just alive as I like to call it. Today's episode is how to be your best self. Today, myself and Ron Nussbaum will be talking about how you can show up and be your best self in the way you communicate and express yourself. So join us for that. Make sure that you get involved. This this show is all about conversation. So if you want to join in, if you have any questions or comments while we're live or even after the replay, please make sure that you comment below. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by Phoenix Identity. If you feel disconnected from who you are and feel like you're trapped in someone else's identity, please set up a clarity session to see how a Phoenix Identity can help you today. And that is in the description. My information, Ron's information, and our sponsor information can all be found in the description of this episode. So go and take a look. I'm going to hand it over to Ron to introduce yourself. Hey, it's great to be here today. I'm super excited about our conversation we're going to have, but a a quick overview on who I am is I'm originally from Akron, Ohio. Uh, I left there when I was about 22, 23 and went to the Marine Corps. Uh, While I was in the Marine Corps, I met my beautiful wife, which then moved me to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, I actually was never planning on going back to Ohio. I figured I'd go south and somehow I actually ended up farther north. Uh, So when I ended up in Michigan, I was looking for what does that transition look like? And I ended up in residential construction where I spent just over a decade there uh, growing and scaling a company. I've done everything from digging the hose to running the company and everything in between. I've I've sat on just about every seat from leadership and management to uh, running a crew out in the field uh, when it comes to residential construction. And recently I made a segue into having a software company. So I'm the co-founder and CEO of NutNest now. And that gets us today. I live in beautiful North Carolina now, and uh, I have a four-year-old son and we love to enjoy life over by the ocean. I bet. Um, I like you said you're moving further north. I'm in Canada, so I'm I'm not as north as you can get, but close. Um, So I wanted to segue for a second into your description of yourself. Um, We're going to be talking all about being your best self today. And with you being in the Marine Corps, I wanted to touch on something that I've touched on in previous episodes, but it's always good to to bring it forward again. I don't think there's enough for veterans or, or anybody who, who has been in um, the military or the Marines or, or any uh, form of, of military branch. One of the things that I've noticed with people who are in the military, when you get into a military position, it is eat, breathe, sleep, shit, sorry, pardon my language. Um, It is you live military. You're you're a number, you're a private, you're whatever it is that your your designation is in the military. And that kind of takes over your identity. Would you agree with that? Uh, I don't know if if it takes over your identity. I think there's a lot of when we're talking about becoming your best self, there's a lot that you learn there that helps you figure a lot of that out. Uh, I I don't it becomes all encompassing because that's just what you do. It's it's unlike any other job where you can really go home like in the military, you don't go home. And you don't necessarily decide like who your friends are and who are those people you hang out with. It's kind of, it's like that, that circle is issued to you because those are the people you're around. Those are the people in your unit. It's who you spend 
24-7 with. So uh, I don't think it, it becomes your complete identity, but it has a lot to do with shaping you into who you are meant to be. It really, it, it pours back all the BS and lets you understand who you really are and what you're really made of. Yeah. While I agree with a lot of that, I've I've seen a lot of people who have struggled once they um, are discharged or leave mm-hmm. the, the military, they struggle to come back into a civilian lifestyle. And I think that's more where I was going with that is, is the, the military to civilian lifestyle can be difficult for many. Um, not all, but many. I think it depends on on where your headspace is going in, where your headspace is while you're in, and then when you when you leave. Um, so that's one of the things that I just wanted to quickly ask you about was, you know, that difference between the two and and whether or not that transition is is a little bit difficult or in your experience, if it has been. Yeah, I mean, let's kind of dive into that transition because that that transition is a very unique thing that I don't think gets talked about enough. When you transition out of the military, most guys don't go home. Like I had no intentions of going back to Ohio. I ended up in Michigan. So you're going somewhere where you don't really know anybody. Like I knew my wife and I knew one other guy that was 45 minutes away from me. Uh, that your out of out of military relationships are completely different than what you would ever think they're going to be. Like it's not the same. You're not seeing each other. You're not there all the time. So maintaining those relationships, and I'm not that good at that. So that the transition, I think, is where we lose a lot of people because they have a hard time. They don't have that support system. We don't have a way to help transition people into new environments. Like if you showed up somewhere and you could go in that town to a place that was like, hey, here's how you get all your benefits in place. Here's a community. Here's people that are in the field where you're going. This Here's how you get set up to go to school. That transition, because a lot of people are going places where they don't know anybody. So it's really, really hard uh, to get through that transition. And everybody has their own way of working through it. Unfortunately, it tends to take an extended period of time. And everybody's period of time is different, but it's never super quick quick for you to become comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, another quick question before we go back to, you know, exactly <laughs> more of our topic. <laughs> Uh, not that we're not touching on it, because that's what these conversations are all about. We can we can go off in tangents all we want. Um, with the routine and the structure, um, right? Because uh, correct me if I'm wrong. When when you're in um, the military, the the structure and the routine is very um, set uh, and, and structured or strict. I would say um, mm-hmm. not in like a negative content connotation, but just a very strict schedule and routine that you have to follow while you're there, right? There's designated time, breaks, lunch, dinner, um, relaxed time, all of that. And that transition with that can be even hard, right? Is the lifestyle, I think it comes down to the lifestyle is completely different when you're in the military versus when you become a civilian. Um, That transition of lifestyles can can get people stuck. And you're absolutely right. The the transition phase for everybody is completely different. I think it depends on the help that you have, the understanding that you have, the people around you, and whether they understand that you're going through a transition and that, you know, you're reconnecting to yourself and not, 
not doing what you've been doing for many years. So. Yeah. And to what you're saying. So in civilian word, discipline's an option Mm -hmm. in the military. It's not. So, I mean, that's, that's the, the huge difference. And, you know, we spend a lot of our life running from discipline uh, I'm a I'm a very disciplined person. I thrive in that environment. I think most people actually do. They strive. They want structure. They want discipline. They want that. And we're, we're so much better when we have that. So like I've had my most success in my entire life whenever I really lean into discipline and lean into structure and follow through on that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we consistently run away from that because that's hard and it's not the easy path. But being disciplined, if we if we as a whole were just more disciplined and more structured about what we were doing and it wasn't as optional as it is, I think we would be just highly more highly successful as people in general. Because you get success and results happen in the military because Discipline and structure is not an option. Like that is what it is. You have to be disciplined. You have to show up and you have to do what you're supposed to do. In the real order here, we don't have to, like we can just do whatever, which that's the freedoms we have to be able to do. Uh, But if we lean into that, that's when people can really start to create success. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, last part of that, would you say it is more a controlled discipline than a choice discipline? Uh, I guess, could you kind of elaborate on that question a little bit? So when you're in the military, there is controlled discipline, right? Where it's, it has Mm -hmm. to be a certain way. But when you're, when you got out of the military, you say you thrive on discipline, which is absolutely, I know a lot of people who really do, um, even non-military individuals. (laughs) But it's a choice, right? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to focus. I'm going to thrive. I'm going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. And it's more of a choice, a choice discipline, right? Rather than a controlled discipline where it's, listen, this is how it's going to be. This is how it's going to go. You're going to do this. And there is no option to not. So yeah, it's definitely a choice, but I try to make it as controlled as I possibly can because being super disciplined is not something that we're naturally innate to, even if you thrive in it. Like I like it, but still I'll try to find ways to not be disciplined if it's still left up to a choice. So you want to try to figure out some way to systematize that to make it so it's not necessarily a choice. Like this is what we're doing and how we're doing it in your personal life. Yeah, uh, But yeah, yeah, you have to make the choice to be willing to do that. Right. Uh, and you can do that with routines. You can do that with calendars, mm-hmm. with alarm clocks. Uh, your cell phones are amazing to do that with, right? Timers for everything. Um, and again, I know yeah. a lot of people who thrive on that. I don't. I, I cannot. I need accountability. And this show gives me accountability to show up every day <laughs> to do the show. But when it comes to routine, the rest of my day is like free for me right? It's like a free for all. I know what I need to do during the day. I get it done. If I don't get it done, I'll do it the next day. Um, so I, I, that's my, that's my controlled chaos. I call it. Um, now taking that first part of this conversation and just to understand why I brought that up is we're talking about being your best self. And one of the things that you mentioned in our pre-screening interview was 
showing up, the way we express ourselves, the way we communicate ourselves um, is very unique. It's it's a very individual experience, right? And while we do tend to um, change that a little bit or, or tweak it a little bit, depending on who we're talking to, um, like I was telling you in our pre-screening interview and for anybody listening, when I talk to my mama, I don't swear. When I'm on the show, I try very hard not to swear. When I'm in my everyday life, I'm cursing like a sailor. So, but I tweak it, right? And I tweak the way that I behave, my tone, my voice, the way I express myself. I tweak that. And I and I grew up having to do that. I had what I call the Pris side and the redneck side of my families. So I kind of just melded into both and, and did what I needed to do. Now, the reason I brought up the military is because you're told you have to be a certain way, right? And you have to act a certain way and express yourself a certain way. And, and there's certain things like it, again, it's more of a controlled, a controlled expression and excuse me, a controlled communication where now for everyday people um, and not say that military is not, so please don't come at me for my wording Um, (laughs) with being your best self society puts a lot of pressures on us to be a certain way, to talk a certain way, to look a certain way, to act a certain way, express ourselves a certain way. And of course, between you and I communicate a certain way. And that's kind of why I wanted to bring that in there because everybody does have a choice in how they communicate and how they show up as them best, their best self. And they don't need somebody to tell them how. Yeah, no, I, I when you're talking about that right there. So from the military perspective is you understand what you're signing up for. I knew like that, what you're getting, what you're getting into, you understand. But from the the perspective of everybody is their own and you shouldn't try to change that. And I, I think that's, we talked about that is, you know, that's where a lot of the bad coaching comes in and a lot of just general management is, hey, you need to be more like this and less like that instead of how do we use what you are to be really, really good in these situations. So we're always trying to change the person and how they respond instead of leaning into that and figuring out how we can get an even better result. Because Ron Nussbaum, as Ron Nussbaum, is always going to be able to do stuff better than Ron trying not to be Ron. So learning how to do that yourself is so critical, but we we live in a, a leadership and management kind of culture that that's not how it should be. Like, here's the books. This is what you do. And, you know, this is all protocols. You have to do this. You have to adhere to this, or you have to change how you deliver this when it's really, how do we deliver the message in our best way? How can we best say it to the person we're talking to? Because your audience is always changing. So you have to understand who you're talking to as well. And be able to deliver that message in your best way for them, for that individual in that moment. And that's being our best selves. That is what starts to lead down that journey. But you have to understand who you are and where you align in what your what your superpowers are. Mm-hmm. You made a comment while we were, and I wanted to absolutely bring that up because you made a comment and I was just like, yes, I love it. When we did the pre-screening interview and that was, 
nobody wants fake Ron. <laughs> nobody <laughs> nobody, nobody wants does. Ron. <laughs> no, absolutely. Nobody wants that. And, you know, I went down that road at one point in time where it was like, oh, I got to change all of this because I'm too direct. People think I'm an ass or people just they don't relate with me. And I was, you know, I was just going to be somebody else, which I call fake Ron now. And that Ron didn't get the job done. And it actually created distance. It made people that had been around me a long time wonder, like, what what exactly is going on? Because they thrived for that black and white Ron, that Ron that is direct. But what I needed to do, what they really thrived for was that Ron, but that Ron that talked to them instead of that Ron that was just always talking to Ron. Like I always just looked at all, all my conversations. I was just talking with myself. So, hey, here's how it is. Boom, 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 boom. Instead of saying, oh, hey, with this person, I need to be Ron, but I need to talk to them as who they are so they understand is that they understand the message of what I'm saying. I don't come across as an ass. I don't, I don't come across as rude. And they understand what the outcome we want to have and why we want to achieve that. So I had to understand that's what I needed to fix. It was my delivery. It wasn't Ron. It was just me talking to myself instead of talking to my end audience. Um, how many relationships, so for anybody watching, type in the comments or, or let us know, how many relationships have you experienced that have broken down because they don't like who you've become? They don't like how you talk to them. They don't like, you know, and it, it always comes down to the other person, right? Like if I don't like something, that's on me. That That's a me problem. If somebody else doesn't like something, that's a them problem. While we acknowledge and we have compassion and we understand you know, if somebody doesn't like something, you know, I'm going to try not to do that, right? I'm not going to talk to you like you're my child and say, this is how it's going to be. This is the way it's going to go. There's no ends or buts about it. You're going to do it, right? I can't talk that way to my friends, right? Unless it has something to do with me where I'm not dealing with this. I understand where you're coming from. That's great, but I need to do what's best for me. And that's not what's best for me, right? There is a way to communicate yourself authentically and have more people respect and acknowledge you because you're being authentically yourself while, um, what's the word I'm looking for? While honoring who they are and where they're at. That makes a huge difference, a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, that's where the magic starts to happen. And as we develop, uh, in a friendship word, it becomes a lot a lot easier to just, just be your natural self. I think as in that environment, we'll more natural selves than we ever let ourselves to be in any other environment. Or just think about how you are with your significant other. Like how, like you, you're naturally just being yourself, but then we go and we think that we have to try to be somebody else when we're at work or uh, out with a different group, when all we really just need to do is be ourselves. Because the one thing that happens, like, what if those people like the fake Ron? Like, I don't want to be fake Ron. Fake Ron was miserable. Like I was unhappy. I like it just it wasn't. So what if those what what if those people like it? Then like that's what I have to show up as, or you have to show up as. Like you don't want that. 
So just put your best foot forward, be yourself, and hold strong to that. And, you know, if some people are going to like it, some people aren't, and, you know, friendships were go to the wayside over time. There's not a whole lot we can do about that if we're continuously growing. Like the only place where you see friendships stay put for many, many years are the same people that are sitting in the driveway drinking and hanging out for decade after decade. When you saw it, seeing those groups become smaller and people are leaving and friendships break down, it's when somebody decides they're going to go do more and they start stepping out of that and they don't have time to do that. So those friendships start, start to suffer because of that. And we have to be willing to understand on both parties, like it's there's nothing you can do about that. It's just going to naturally happen and you have to chase your dreams. Mm -hmm. So how to be your best self. Um, I'm going to throw out some tips and tricks that people can follow. I welcome you to do the same thing, or you can even expand on mine as we're throwing them out there. Um, I think number one for me is people understanding that, you know, you need to be, you need to know who you are. Yesterday's episode, we talked about the difference between, um, no, like, who am I, right? Um, one of the big questions we can ask ourselves is, who am I? And if I ask somebody, who are you, you're most likely going to tell me, um, and this is for all the viewers watching, uh, Ron, if you feel the same way, let me know. Um, but if I turn around and I say, who are you? I want to know who you are. Make me feel like I know who you are. You're going to tell me, oh, well, you know, I'm a husband and a father and um, whatever that looks like. You're going to give me all your roles and titles, right? That's not actually who you are. Now, when I say, and I'm going to give everybody this example. Um, so my name is Melissa. I am a wife. I'm a mother. Um, I have crazy cat lady status. I am, you know, a identity coach and a spiritual teacher and all these different things and the host of the show. Do you feel like you know me at all? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Probably not. Because there's a hundred different women who can say the same thing. Right. All those identical things, There, there's at least a handful of women who can say their name is Melissa, that they're a crazy cat lady, that they've got kids, and they're a wife, and all of these other things. I'm not, I'm not unique that way. Showing up as your best self is knowing who you are at your core. So I'm Melissa. While I'm a wife, I am wholeheartedly, obsessively in love with my husband. I can't look at him without, you know, just drooling. Um... <laughs> I have four kids who all drive me crazy and I want to just, you know, yell at them because they're texting me right now. Um, but I'm fiercely passionate about my family and friends. I will volatilely hurt anybody who hurts them. I am vindictive. Uh, you probably get to know me a little bit more, right? And knowing who I am, it's what I love. It's, it's what I feel, what I think. Knowing who you are is a core level experience. It's not hard to get to, but you have to get rid of, not have to get rid of everything else, but you have to understand what those other levels are. The tip of an iceberg is just that, a tip of an iceberg. The dangerous parts is all the stuff underneath. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that because, you know, it's how you look at yourself in the mirror too like this is 
I, we can go back to the cool runnings movie when they're talking in the mirror about, Hey, I'm the baddest. I'm like, this is what I am. Like, this is the stuff that you have to be able to tell yourself to be able to have an understanding of who you are. Like every morning you have to be able to look in the mirror and give yourself that the rah, rah, Hey, that's rock and roll. Get fired up for the day. You know, like I understand I'm, I look at myself as I'm one of the baddest dudes that's walking the planet right now. I, I live for going out and walking on the beach with my wife. I have a crazy four-year-old. I am one of the biggest action taking people you were ever made meet and I will back that up with the tenacity to get the job done. I mean, I went from uh, Ohio to Michigan to North Carolina and from a Marine to owning a software company. Like I'm willing to take on the, what most people would think is impossible. And I understand that. And that's one of the things that makes me the baddest dude walking around. So, you know, like that's the kind of stuff I tell myself every morning. Yep. And that kind of stuff makes makes me feel like I'm starting to know you, right? It's not the fluff and stuff that we love. I love being a wife and mother. I'm sure you love being a husband and father, but those aren't who you are, right? And when you, when you, you can love those things and you can hype those things up, but when you can look in a mirror and go, how am I seeing myself in this mirror? Am I seeing the bags under my eyes or am I seeing a dedicated mother who's not sleeping because their kid is up crying? Am I seeing a rock star who can take on the world and still get up every day knowing that, you know, today's not going to be perfect. And I'm okay with that because I can handle anything. The way we speak to ourselves defines how we express ourselves and what we let other people see. Um, one of the other tips is how do you want to express yourself? What's your comfort? Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to caveat this, this next comment. We do not always want to stay in our comfort zone because sometimes our comfort zone is a shitty place to be and we don't want to be there anymore. Um, you do need growth and consistency of making, you know, being your best self. You're always growing and learning. But your comfort zone, I am a tank top wearing, no makeup talk show host. Most people will tell me, Melissa, you need to lose some weight. You need to whiten your teeth. You need to wear makeup. You need to make sure your hair is not all crazy going everywhere, right? That's the expectation that society tells me that I need to succeed. I say, screw it. I am hairs all over the place, not wearing a lick of makeup, wearing my, you know, everyday sweater that's probably got like fish tank water on it because I was cleaning out my fish tank whatever, right? I'm showing up. I'm still happy. I'm still excited. I'm still showing up to do the show as my best self. I don't need to portray everybody else. If I was wearing makeup today on the show, I would feel uncomfortable. And the show would not have the energy or the passion that I like to bring to it because I would be feeling uncomfortable. I know. I, I couldn't agree more with like feeling comfortable in who and who you are and what you are. I mean, like I'm a tennis shoe, blue jean, black V-neck wearing. A lot of times you catch me with a backwards hat on. Like, and that's that's just kind of Ron. Like, and that's, I spent a lot of time wearing dress shoes, wearing dress pants, a suit jacket, a tie, this, and, like that's uncomfortable. Like it's, and that's not like how I can be my best self. Like I, I don't show up that way as my best self because what are you thinking about 
Yep. You're thinking about, man, this is uncomfortable or I'm not, I'm not one. I don't, I just 100% I'm not feeling it. And I've committed to that. Like I, I got rid of all my dress shoes, except for like two pairs for special occasions or something that happens. And I need to wear a pair of dress shoes because I'm just so much com- more comfortable just in tennis shoes, like wear a nice pair of tennis shoes and rock and roll. Let's go get it done. Yeah. And for anybody watching, if you're a makeup wearing, you know, dress shoe wearing high heels right on, if that's how you're comfortable, absolutely. But just know that about yourself. That's what Ron and I are trying to express right now is your self-expression is unique to you, right? I don't like wearing makeup. I do like wearing makeup because I feel pretty when I wear it, but it's not a priority to me. It is not part of my value system. But if I do wear makeup, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, look at me. I look so cute, right? To anybody else who does a full face of makeup every day, absolutely. If that's what makes you feel good and you like it, go right ahead. But don't do it because society is pressuring you to do it. That's where we're going with that. So I'm a non-judgmental person. So I always want to make people feel like wherever you're at is okay as long as you're happy with it. Well, it, it's a it's a confidence level. It's where do you feel confident? Like I like a fresh haircut. I like like there's certain things I like that just make me more confident yeah. in who I am. Like and that's to me a confident Ron's the best Ron you can have. Mm-hmm. So that's what you want to put forward. If being dressed to the T's is the most confident version of yourself, that's what you just every day you need to go be that. Lean into that. And it's, it's something that can evolve. Like, it's not something that is like, this is what it always is. It's something that evolves with you. As you continue to grow, your confidence in what you, how you present yourself to the word or changes. And you just go with that. Be confident and be you. Yep, 100%. So let's recap a little bit. So we're talking about your self-expression. That's your clothing. That's the, you know, how you show up every day. That's how you want to live your life. That's that's a comfort thing, right? The way you express yourself is your comfort. It's, are you comfortable in this situation? Do you feel safe to express yourself, to be who you want to be? And are you being the best version of yourself that you want to be? Um, communication. Talk to people. Like you're talking to that person, right? If you need to tweak it and not swear because you're talking to your mama or if you're talking to your buddies and you curse like a sailor, whatever. Talk however you feel comfortable talking within with, with that compromise and that compassion for where other people are at. Um, showing up as your best. If you're trying to show up as a society demanded fake version of who you are, you're not going to be comfortable. You're not going to express your authentic self. And you're definitely not going to be the best version of yourself that you want to be. 100%. And I, I think we we just do too much of that. Like we do too much of just not being who we are because we're afraid of what the, the social impact might be or what somebody might think of us. But at the end of the day, those people probably weren't going to be your friends anyhow. They probably weren't going to follow you. They're probably not even interested in interacting. So why put on this fake deal 
to impress a bunch of people that could care less or try to befriend a bunch of people that could care less about the real you. Like to me, that just seems crazy. So leaning into just who you are and just being that and then letting those around you be who they are. I think that's a thing that we a lot of us struggle with. And I, it's something I struggled with was, you know, you just lean into like be yourself and let everybody else just be the best version of themselves. Like there's no reason to have to try to play chess with how everybody is. As long as everybody's just being the best them, that is what we want. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, another thing of that is uh, another question for anybody watching or catching the replay. Imagine how heavy it is putting that mask on every day. If you're living up to society's expectations, even your family, your friends, if you're living somebody else's idea of who you're supposed to be or the way you're supposed to act or the person you're supposed to be, whatever that looks like, if you're living a fake version of yourself, how heavy do you think that is? And I'm not just talking physically heavy. The, absolutely, there are physical repercussions. Whether you're spiritual, non-spiritual, think about how heavy that is in your energy, in your mindset, in your emotional and mental health and well-being your physical body, right? If you're in a, in a constant state of, are they going to acknowledge me? Are they going to accept me? Am I going to be rejected? Um, do people like the way I'm looking? If I was wearing makeup today, I'd be freaking out. Oh my God, does it look okay? Do I look yellow? Like, how do I look? That's, that's heavy emotions. That's heavy weight that's sitting on me needlessly. So I'm going to ask everybody, and I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself, how heavy is the mask that you're wearing? How heavy is it? And are you ready to get rid of it? Yeah, I I, I, I would say I don't, my mask isn't heavy because I'm not wearing one anymore. But I remember, you know, what that felt like not being the real Ron. And like I said, it was miserable. I was unhappy. I, I just all this stuff. And now I can just show up and I know if somebody doesn't like me, that's fine because I'm just me like it's if you don't like me that's fine though probably there's a eight billion people out there we just aren't meant to connect you know you're gonna have personality conflicts you're gonna have all that and we don't need everybody to like us like we all probably have enough friends already like so if you have good real friends that accept you for who you are what is the reasoning behind trying to be somebody else like I get to me, that's a question to be asked. Like, why are we trying to do all of this to impress people that we don't even really need around? Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. There, there's no question about it. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to add for our audience before we get going? No, I, I think we covered a lot. And I, I think I'm a big component of just being your champion, a champion of yourself and what you're doing. Because in order to go win at a high level and win championships, you have to be the best version of yourself first before you can assemble a team that can go win championships. So to be your champion every day is what we should all strive to do. And take those hard looks in the mirror. The mirror is there to be able to be a reflection and look back at us. And daily, 
We should be asking ourselves hard questions one-on-one and then also using that mirror to pump us up. Don't be afraid of it and go be your champion every day. Like that's what we have to do. Just be your best self every day. Yep. Be your best self and be your own champion. I love that you said that because I forgot to add that. Um, But yeah, be your own champion. Be your own rock star. Um, Show the world what you're made of and what you can do without limitations. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, for anybody watching, make sure that you connect with Ron. If you'd like to, his information is in the description of this episode. As always, you can reach me at mine as well. Our guest uh, sponsor today is the Phoenix Identity. If you're feeling disconnected from who you are and you want to reconnect to who that who you are, maybe take off that mask, go and create a clarity session with them. It is free. Um, thank you so much for joining me today, Rob. I really appreciate it. Ron, sorry. I don't know why I said Rob. Ron, um, I really appreciate it. Hey, it's been awesome. I enjoyed the conversation. I hope we had some impact. Uh, I hope people out there that are listening uh, actually do some of the things we talked about because it's stuff that we should practice daily, no matter where we are along our journey. Uh, and just go out there and be your best self. Every day starts new. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, For everybody watching, please like, share, follow, and comment along with the show. Get involved in the conversation because that's what the show is all about, creating conversations. So if you'd like to be a guest speaker on the show, a guest blogger, if you would like to see a topic featured, or if you'd like to be one of our guest sponsors, please reach out to us at justalivetv.com. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. Again, thank you so much, Ron. I wish all of you a happy morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when or where you're watching. Talk to you later.